going to jump up here, but I'm pretty uncoordinated, so you would have seen me just like go flat on my face. Hey, before you take your seats, let's just pray this morning. God, we just come before you this morning, and we are people that want to lean in and we want to listen to what you want to speak to us. We don't want to be people that just church is just another thing to do on our to-do list, but we come here because we want a relationship with the living God. And we want to hear from you this morning. We thank you for your incredible love and your incredible grace. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Why don't you take your seats? All righty. So week two of our numero uno series. Um, In case you haven't already caught on so far, you'll understand that it's about God being number one in our life. And um, I think that, you know, in a world where people put so many different things as their priority, God actually desires us as believers, as people who know Jesus, to actually seek his kingdom first. God desires us to be, for him to be our numero uno, to have first place in our life. But I think that if we are actually honest with ourselves, sometimes he isn't number one in our life. Would you agree? In fact, sometimes he's actually way down on our list of priorities. And I was talking to God about this series and what he would have me share. And I felt him say, if God is to be number one in our life, we need to be willing to give over control of our life and be willing to trust him. Have we got any people here that like to be in control? There's a few of us. I actually think there's a lot more. I think maybe you don't think I'm a complete control freak, but you know, you maybe really like to have a plan and you like to see that plan play out as expected. You might not feel like you're controlling every area of your life, but you like to have a good control over certain things. And I think that there are many of us that have that real need to feel in control. We feel the need to sometimes control people, to control relationships, to control job prospects, behaviours of our children. Sometimes we want to control what is in our future. And many of us um, enjoy a certain predictability or order to our life. We like to feel like we have some kind of control. As a mum of three, I'm often thinking and planning the numerous events, tasks and jobs which need to be squished into a schedule, especially this time of year, right? I like to know what's happening next and what to expect But the thing is, anyone who has children or who has interactions with young people know how unpredictable it can be and sometimes how out of control life can become. Some of you have heard the story before of when we went camping as a family years ago and we started, we thought this is going to be an amazing camping adventure. 
We took all of our things down. We started setting up our tent. And of course, it started bucketing down rain. So that was fun in itself. But the kids, we got the kids to bed and there were still a few more things to do. We hear a little moan and a little groan. And we're like, what's going on? All of a sudden, there's a power spew all through the tent. Now, I mean power spew, like it was all over a mattress. And I clearly remember my husband holding onto a mattress, trying to not let it dribble out all throughout the tent. But, you know, that was an unexpected adventure, cleaning up spew in the middle of the night throughout a tent. So much of our life is beyond our control. And if we try to hold on to control in our lives, we can feel frustrated and disappointed when the plans we worked towards didn't work out. You know, Proverbs 16, 9 says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. You know, of course, we can dream of ideas and have plans for our future, but ultimately, God will determine what is next for us. You know, even when the storms of life come, which we know they do, we have to learn to deal with the unexpected. But the thing is, is the unexpected isn't a surprise for God. He knows what to do. But we need to be willing to allow him to have control and to help guide us through it. But we still don't like giving over that control, even though we know he knows the future. He knows what's ahead. And I don't know whether you've ever actually thought to yourself, why do I feel the need to control my life? I think that wanting to be in control is often fueled by fear. Fearful of what might happen in the future. Fearful of the what ifs. Well, what if this happens? What if I lose my job? What if um, my friends don't like me anymore? What if that relationship doesn't turn out? What if my kids turn away from God? The what ifs. We become feared, fueled by fear. But when we give over control to God, we are able to live in freedom and our lives are fueled by faith. What is it you're fueled by this morning? Are you fueled by faith or are you fueled by fear? And if you've come here this morning and you've been feeling overwhelmed with life, perhaps feeling afraid, feeling heavy emotionally or um, unsure of what the next week or the next month holds, perhaps it's time to let go of control. And this morning I just wanted to share three points that will help us to let go of control. The first is trust him. You know, if we don't know someone, it's not likely we're going to fully trust them, right? We build trust by getting to know someone. The reason why I trust my husband is because I've taken the time to get to know him. We've built trust to each other. There's been times when that trust has been broken, but we've also spent the time building into each other and building up a trust bank. We spend time with people, we spend time with others, and we start to build trust. 
To trust God, we need to learn about who he is. We need to be spending time with him to develop a deeper level of trust. When we spend time with God, we actually start to learn about his characteristics. And I've found the more time I spend with him, the deeper my trust becomes. You know, you might have heard of what other people have said about God. But he desires for you to get to know him. He wants to reveal the depth of his character to you. And God has so many incredible attributes, which getting to know them will help you trust him. And I'd encourage you to actually start to look into the names of God and what the meanings of them are. Look into the character of God and what does that mean to you and for your life. Write down some scriptures and actually start to highlight in there his attributes. Here's a few of them this morning. He is our creator. He knows everything about us. He created our innermost being. So of course he's going to know more about us than we know about ourselves. He is our provider. He gives us all that we need, not necessarily all that we want, but all that we need. He is patient. He is gracious. He is love. He is good. He is holy. He is relational. He deserves, he desires relationship with us. He is personal. He isn't a far away God, but an intimate and up close God. He is faithful. He is powerful. He heals. He is righteous. He is truthful. He is wise. He is merciful, generous, omniscient, which means that he knows everything. He is omnipresent, which means he is present everywhere all the time. He is the alpha and he is the omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. He is eternal and he's not confined by time. You know, once we learn who he is, we begin to trust him and can experience his peace. When we spend time learning about who he is, we start to understand that he is a God that can be trusted. We might start, we might face a difficult situation, but we're able to recognize in that storm or that valley that he is good and that he is, he is faithful in spite of what we are facing. You know, I think the other thing is we also need to learn to trust his timing. His timing is actually perfect. But through seasons of waiting or seasons of frustration, we want it to be fixed now. Have any of you seen the movie Willy Wonka? And there's a a little girl called Veruca Salt. We often joke about her at home because sometimes it's like, I want it now, Daddy. And, um, you know, this Veruca Salt is looking at these um, golden eggs, I think it is, or these geese, and she's a demanding little thing. And uh, she, she really, um, you know, she's talking to her dad, and her dad clearly hasn't set any boundaries for her. And she's saying, I want it now. I don't care how, I want it now. I think that sometimes we can be a little bit the same. Sometimes when we talk to God, it's like, I want that relationship now. Maybe not in that accent, but it's fun to do. (laughs) I want my problems solved now. 
I want to know my future plans now. But we need to be willing to trust his timing and trust him with each step. What I've found in my walk with God is that his plan won't usually give you a 20-step guidebook. It'd be helpful if he did sometimes, right? You know, you'll be required to have faith one step at a time, watching his plan unfold for your life, laying down your own expectations along the way. You know, he will normally speak a word, a phrase or a sentence and then guide you to take steps, steps towards that. He will give you a piece about which choice to make. You know, every day is a new day and an opportunity to allow him to lead your life. The third thing in trust, I think we also need to learn to trust his way. Why should we trust his way? Simply because his ways are so much higher than our ways. Isaiah 55, 8 to 9 says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Trust him even when you don't see a way through. When we think there's no possible way he can make a way through, we've got to remember that he is our way maker. Sometimes we think the best way is to go around a situation, but God sometimes allows us to go through it. We need to trust him to give you what you need to go through the situation that you're facing. Trust that he has a plan for your life, a plan to prosper you and not to harm you. You know, Jeremiah 17, 7 to 8 says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. If it feels like the heat is on in your life at the moment, don't fear but trust in him. Be confident that he is with you and for you and that he promises not to leave you. I think it's essential that we learn to trust God to give him control of our life. But the second thing we actually need to be willing to do in letting go of control is to actually surrender our own control. We need to surrender our ways. You know, I can remember when I was younger, I had this strong desire to help animals and I wanted to make it a job. So I thought I'd do some practical work in a vet surgery. Now, I was fairly new to faith at this point, so I didn't even think to ask God about what plans he had for my life. So I went and did some prac in a vet surgery. And to get some real hands-on experience, the vet thought that I should help with the castration of a cat. (laughs) Fun times. You know, that'd be fine. Some of you would be like, yeah, cool, I'd be keen for that. Like, that'd that'd be interesting. But I hate blood. I hate needles and I really don't like anything medical. 
And I can clearly remember this vet slicing this cat open and the room starting to spin. He had music on. I think he was listening to Moby at the time. And uh, I, he was totally in the zone. And uh, I'm like, I'm actually not feeling so good. I think he was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like you want to be a vet nurse and uh, you're about to faint. So I actually had to go sit in the waiting area um, and uh, soon realised that vet nursing was definitely not what I was called to do. But, um, you know, over the years, I kept making plans about what was next and what career path I was going to take. At times I would ask God what he wanted for my life, but I am fairly impatient and um, I wouldn't wait for a response or peace. I just kept working or studying in areas that I really didn't enjoy. And I had many years of frustration trying to control what I could never control. It wasn't until I actually surrendered control of the plans I had to him that I experienced his peace and direction about what was next. The thing I've actually found is surrendering control of your life isn't a once-off decision. (laughs) Often we take back control and we actually need to hand the driver's wheel back to him several times throughout our journey of life. You know, when our desire for control becomes first place in our life, we carry a heavy load of stress and worry. But when we surrender control and allow Jesus to lead, we experience his peace. Matthew 16, 24 to 25. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you want to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. It's time to give up our own way. It's time to surrender control of the plans that we have to him. And and lastly, we need to be willing to submit our concerns. You know, as you go through life and chat with God about his plans for you, talk about your hesitations with him. Talk about your frustrations. Give him your concerns and your worries and he will exchange them for his peace. When we try to control everything, we lose sleep. But when we submit our concerns to him through prayer, we actually find rest. I'm going to say that again. Because I feel like there's actually quite a few people here that you've actually been losing sleep over certain situations. And God is actually asking you this morning to give it to him. When we try to control everything or one thing, we lose sleep. But when we submit our concerns to him through prayer, we find rest. Philippians 4, 6-7, don't be anxious about things. Instead, pray. Pray about everything. He longs to hear your requests. So talk to God about your needs and be thankful for what has come. And know that the peace of God, a peace that is beyond any and all of our human understanding, will stand watch over your hearts and minds in Jesus, the anointed one. I love this translation. 
if you're fearful about things, if you're anxious about things, if you're concerned about things, pray. He wants to hear from you. Thank him for what's already been done. Come in that spirit of thankfulness and his peace that surpasses all of our human understanding will come. You know, we need to stop allowing fear to be our constant companion. We have a faithful companion already who lives in us and wants us to experience his peace. Is your load too heavy to bear? Has the weight of controlling everything left you feeling overwhelmed? Submit your concerns to him. Leave them with him. 1 Peter 5, 7, pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there for he always tenderly cares for you. Why do we give him our concerns? Because he cares. He cares what's happening in your life. He cares about your worries. He cares for you. You know, we actually feel so much lighter when we aren't carrying around a heavy load of concerns. So where are you at today? Do you trust him? Do you know his character? Do you trust his timing? Do you know that his ways are higher than your ways? Have you actually surrendered control to a trustworthy God? Have you submitted your concerns? Are you carrying concerns or worries around that you need to pour out and leave at the feet of Jesus today? We're going to spend a little bit of time in prayer this morning as the team comes. God, we can get so concerned and so worried about life. We can feel overwhelmed. We can feel like we want to be in control of little situations, of big situations. And even sometimes when we've given you control previously, we try to take it back. Father, help us. Help us today to keep you first, to keep you as our numero uno. Help us to let go of the control that we've taken over our life. Help us to be people that seek you first. Help us to be people that instead of thinking of all the things that could happen and the what ifs, that we come before you and we say, Jesus, I'm laying this at your feet. I'm pouring out all of my concerns. I'm trusting you because I know that you're trustworthy. Father, may we be people that get to know your character so we can learn to develop a deeper level of trust with you. Father, even though we have dreams and desires in our heart, may we be people that lay our plans before you and say, just as Jesus said, if not my will, will your be done. Let's ask what, the, what God's will is. Let's lay down our plans before him. 
God, thank you that you're a God that doesn't just leave us to our own devices. You don't just leave us to figure out life by ourselves, but you're an ever-present God, that you help us, that you lead us, that you guide us, that you want what's best for us. Help us to trust you, Lord. We thank you for your incredible love, for guiding us. Father, I pray for people here this morning that perhaps don't have that relationship with you. Father, I pray this morning that you will just reveal yourself to them. That they'd be, they'd be honest with someone and where they're at. That they'd be able to ask for help on their faith journey. That as they give their life to you, Lord, and realise that they can't do it without you, that they'd have other people of faith that would come alongside them, that would be able to encourage them in where they're at. Your desire is that each person would know you and would get to know you intimately so that we can hear your voice, so that we can know that we're not on this life in this life by ourselves but we have a God that deeply cares that has plans for us Father I pray for your people that that you would begin to just start to speak to them about what plans you have for them Father I pray for patience for us Pray that you'll help us to be people who don't just go about it and think, well, that's a great idea, let's just do that. But we wait for your timing. That we trust that your ways are higher than our ways. And that you would speak us speak to us not only about the plans, but of when. When to take that step. That as we take each step in our life for the twists and the turns, that we would continue to look to you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. We need to be willing to submit control. Amen.